Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Sally with one on the clock. Oh, heartbreaker for Chicago. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I'm the greatest. This is the Rich Eisen Show. He is so good and he he's so powerful to be around. With guest host, John Spider Sally. Sabonis throws to the rim where Tatum grabs and flushes. Now for the MVP, I don't think there's much suspense. Jason Tatum. Today's guests, host of HBO's Game Theory, Bomani Jones. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's John Sally. Yeah, welcome. Uh, everybody out there wondering, Rich decided, you know, he's rich and he can go on vacation. <laughs> and he said, Sal, I know you're not doing anything because no one hires you. Why don't you come in and host the show? So I am here and thank you, Rich. And uh, I know he's watching right now when he should just be sitting uh, at the pool. But uh, I'm John Sally. Thank you. We are here on the greatest show of his of, of this whole this whole show. It's the greatest one right now because I'm hosting. I'm sitting there with everybody else who didn't get to go on vacation. After 10 years. <laughs> right. After 10 years, there's still no vacation. What's a vacation? You know what? This is a vacation. Imagine, imagine having to go to work. Chuck Daly used to say best, the greatest coach uh, in Detroit Pistons. He said, this beats working. Every time we got to practice, he goes, fellas, this beats working. He is 100% right. But welcome to the Rich Eisen Show. This is going to be good. If you want to talk to us, you can call us at 844-204-RICH. And um, you can talk to somebody back there. And if you got an intelligent question or something, oh, Adam's back there, you can talk to Adam. He is going to be uh, rallying all these different calls. we got so much to talk about. we got the NBA All-Star Game was yesterday, the NBA Weekend. Mm-hmm. Which I think it should be a week, and that's going to be a discussion. <laughs> I think it should be a week. A whole week? It oh. should be an entire week, and the players should come in on Friday. I think they should give the players a week off, at least four days. They do have a week off, though. Yeah. There's not games until <laughs> Thursday. Yeah. They really don't have a week off. They start acting like they're hurt. Like, like I saw a guy twist his ankle-ish and was out for a while. They do that so they can save their bodies. But I think, like in the days when Michael Jordan – were playing, you took no days off. So I think when they give them days off should be the days that they take off, and it would be better for the league too. Plus, so much more could happen that week. Oh, my God. You go to the NBA, the, the, what is it, the experience is great, the, um, the slam dunk. The, just watching them, how many things the NBA did. They did three-on-three. Three, 
They did skills, three-point, slam dunk. I think they had somebody doing eyebrows. Celebrity game. <laughs> Nails. Ta- I mean, it was like. two artists there, a barber. <laughs> they had a yeah. couple of guys who think they can sing. A public was- notary was there. <laughs> <laughs> no one was allowed to be served. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was it a dry weekend? It was a dry. And you know, it was so, it was so tripped out. My, my youngest daughter went. Uh, with uh, Sierra. Um, Sierra Sierra? No. She oh. <laughs> Sierra. Yeah. Uh, she went with, um, what's his name? Um, yeah, Kenyon Martin's daughter. Yeah, Sierra Martin. And they both go, and they're 19 years old, about to be 20. And I didn't go. And they was like, why don't you go? I said, because I don't want to hang out with two 20-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's exactly that. what happened. Neither did uh, Kenyon Martin and his, and his son playing. Um, we're going to talk about the trade. Oh my God! They not the trade. Well, the um, our friend, my friend, a guy who I think is a great, great player, and getting just a bad, bad situation. And Westbrook is going to the Clippers. He's in a good spot now. In a good spot. And we're going to talk about because I love race cars and um, five hundred just happened and an unlikely winner. To a black team, black owner on that team, Brad Darty, who was a great NBA, great college player and a great NBA player. I played against him all four years when he was at North Carolina. Um, <clears throat> beat him in the ACC Championship in 1985. Um, <laughs> we talk about him winning. We talk about the slam dunk. That was something. The slam dunk was, Mac just really, I, I, what is he, a, a five, is, how tall is he? Uh, six two. They, they say 6'2". 6'1". 6'1". Pushing it, pushing 6'1 and a half, winning the slam dunk contest. Doing amazing things. Yeah. Um, we're just going to have a ball here the whole time. Look at him. Wearing that Philly jersey. I Dr. J met him and Dr. J said, you got all kind of new friends now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Doc didn't even know who he was. Um, <laughs> well, he, the, the Sixers didn't sign him until, I think, a week, five days before... The dunk contest. He, he was on the G League team. Four NBA games in his life. Yeah, yeah. But this is a great story. Great story. This kid. Mac, a former Georgetown Hoya, so I've been knowing about him for a minute. Yeah, great in college. Great in. Um, great in high school. I just love to see these kind of stories. I just hope it doesn't turn out. You remember there was another great dunker named Ken um, Skywalker. Kenny Skywalker from the Knicks. Yeah. The, 89 dunk contest, I think. Yeah, right? man. I remember he tried to guard Adrian Dantley. I was like, you you better ask for help, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian got 38 that game. I'm talking to you. So we're going to have a bunch of fun. And anybody else wants to talk to us, you can. Uh, this is a great thing because we're on Roku now. Mm-hmm. So that means everybody is sexy. Um, shout out to our Roku people. Shout out to Roku. Roku my cousin, Joe, my cousin Roku Mike Charlie, is with what me. Up? And he bought a, a Roku TV, 58 inches for $100. <laughs> Oh, that's a good deal. Well, he got it out of somebody else's house. He didn't oh. even buy it. No, he, he bought a Roku TV. <laughs> Roku, I'm just joking. Yeah, he did great TVs. Uh, you can listen to us on Sirius XM, uh, channel 218, and on XM, channel 202. That's pretty slick. Stream for free on the Odyssey app, odyssey.com. Odyssey is taking over. They're everywhere. They got, they got all the good shows on. I'm not even going to talk about where they used to be, but yeah, all the good shows on. And you can subscribe to the YouTube. That's right. YouTube, do you guys get paid? How many followers you have or, or people you have on YouTube yet? Subscribers. Oh, a lot. You oh, got like 520, yeah. five, somewhere around there. Yeah, closing in on 550,000. 
Really? Yeah. That's dope. YouTube's where it's at. You do. Uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We're going to talk about all kinds of things, man. I, I, uh, what I'm doing, what I want to do, um, really take over this show. No, but I do. I, fa- <laughs> I, 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 I thank Rich every time he calls me. He, he can't believe I thanks him all the time. I go, dude, you don't have any idea how it is to be on a good team. It, it is great to be on a good You've got a great team here. So I don't have to do anything but fill in and, and, and you know, not mess up. Don't curse. Don't come up. Don't curse. Don't curse. Don't be blue. Don't use any comedy from when you liked comedy. You know, just look at the line. Don't step over it. Just no. kind of like peek over it a little bit. No Don Rickles. No Don Rickles jokes. None of that. We're just gonna have <laughs> really good times and great fun talking on this show. But we're gonna we're gonna get to it. It's gonna. I, let's get into it. Let's just start. Let's start. What did okay. you think of All Star Weekend? All Star Weekend. I think. The entertainment part is really where it's at. I mean, they turn these players. One, they had a mic'd. Certain players mic'd. Mm-hmm. All the players seem like they're just ready for primetime. It seems ready for primetime to me. I, I think the NBA did everything they could to keep people engaged. And the fact that they got to do it in Utah, it was so much easier. No smoke, no drink. <laughs> uh, so you could go to dinner. P.F. Chang's is great. <laughs> Love Pierre Chang's there, and uh, and you is there for basketball. There was no distractions. I didn't hear of any fights at parties. I didn't hear of any shootings. That's a good point. You know, it was it was a really not that that comes with the NBA, but you know, when you have a gathering of people now, it's, it's very nervous. It was a lot of security. Um, so you know, in nowadays you have to worry. That that is definitely a worry about something like that going on. So I'm glad that didn't happen. I love that Mercure got the got his dunks, uh, and it was a trip too. When I watched, I was thinking, this kid can really think about how high he could really jump, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going against a guy six nine, which everybody goes, oh, he's six nine, but he was impressive as well. It was really great dunks today. I think Shaq put it best. He said, um, "This saved the NBA slam dunk," and I agree with that. I really do, and. Uh, the sneakers he's wearing, they almost look like Tatum's. Tatum's got to release his new shoe, the Jordan Tatum ones, yep. and he scored fifty-five in an All-Star game. Record. Mac is in Pumas, right? Yeah. There. I think he got that's who signed him. Oh well, I, I, that is a record. Fifty-five points. Fifty-five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steph had fifty last year, right? But Anthony Davis poured in fifty-two a couple years before that. Yeah. Then that he got hurt. The record, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then he had a hangnail. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know why I feel I feel bad that they always think that about him. I think the kid is a great player. I do. I think he's a great player, and I don't know how. Well, I do know. Remember, everything when it comes to me is nutrition. But to play that hard and to stay injured, man, that's a, that's a tough thing. People don't realize how hard it is when you're injured is one thing, but the things you have to go through. I remember I had to be in the training room at 8 o'clock in the morning getting treatment. And I was thinking, why couldn't y'all treat me last night, like all night last night, that you got to sit in the boot, you got to do all these different things. You just want to get back to the court. But everything is thrown off, right? So if you hurt your your left leg, your right leg is taking too much stress. If you hurt your shoulder, everything is bad. You can't lift your arm above your head. It's a tough, tough thing to do. But they don't play that hard anymore. And I don't even know if I can play in this era. You got to be able to shoot a three-pointer. 
Yeah, they had a seven footer shoot. Was he six eleven shooting three pointers in the three point range? You got to be able to shoot the three pointer, and I think the game has changed so everybody can enjoy it. Before, I, I asked earlier. I said, "What about Embiid?" Like, and I was going to ask you this: it, Was he even at the All Star game? Embiid? Yeah. Yeah, did you not did see? Did they ever work? mention it? You know what I'm saying? That they, they, they don't mention any yeah, of the big men. Thirty-two points. Let's say he, he didn't even. Talk he, they don't mention. Right? They don't yeah. talk about him. They don't talk about him. They don't talk about big men. Well, it's the weird thing about him. He's he's having a, a dominant season, and mm-hmm. yet he's in no MVP conversation for whatever reason. Like that dude. How do you? You're a seven footer who played. Yeah. How would you have guarded this dude? I would have. Uh, one, you hit him on his wrist as hard as you can. The first foul. I know. People used to hate that I played this way, but you hit you hit him as hard as you can the first time, mm-hmm. and that's the only way because he's taking you to the basket. He's seven one. He's two eighty five, two ninety. Yeah. He's got handle. He can shoot. He goes down low. He puts his shoulders into you, beats you up. Like, and no one talks about him. There was no conversation. That's a very good point. And I and I and I said that when I came in, I was like, why didn't why are they doing it on purpose? Are they trying to like be quiet? that Philadelphia may be the team to beat Boston. I think I'd throw that out there. And if you if you got a thought, you guys can call in. And I'm only saying it because uh, I watched Boston run out of gas. <clears throat> I watched them run out of gas, and it's a tough thing what happens right now. Everything is downhill. After the All-Star game, it's supposed to be 41 games downhill, and it's, it's going to be a tough run. And I just wondered that. And I, I threw that out there for you, Jay, because I know that you're a Philly fan. Uh, I just looked in your yeah. corner. And you're a Dallas fan, so we can't say much, but I'm glad you're covering the star. Sally, <laughs> <laughs> so you made three career three-pointers. Do you remember them? Oh, definitely not. And and, and I would think and if you would have asked me that in a trivial, I would say, how many did you make? I'd be like, none. I made three. You were? Do you know how many you attempted? Any mm-hmm. idea? No. Three for 14 in your career. Uh, in 1989... You were one for four, and then in '93 in Miami, you were two for three in the whole season. In the whole season, it had to be by mistake <laughs> that I shot the ball. I couldn't tell you. Maybe it was like three, two, one. You had to rock. You had to shoot. Uh, yeah, one of those things. And, and, and <laughs> luckily, probably hit the backboard and went in. I was working with a, a young man the other day, uh, Chris Blount, uh, Blunt, and I was. It was funny. I hadn't been on court in such a long time, but I knew he was trying out for this new league. Uh, good luck, Chris. And I said, let me see you shoot. And I was watching him shoot. And I said, what did you average in high school? And I watched it. And all I remembered is, God rest his soul, Barney Davis would always tell me, tuck your elbow, put your elbow close if you're going to shoot. Uh, I had some great shooting coaches too, but it didn't work in the, co- in, in the NBA. Chuck <laughs> said, we don't want you doing that. Um, <laughs> 82 shots a game, you're not getting but one of them. Uh, <laughs> and I was working with him and I was just thinking when I was on the court, when I left, I was so tired. And all I was was talking and pushing. I couldn't imagine. I'm so far removed, 23 years since I've been in the NBA so far removed on watching these guys run, jump. It, it is an amazing thing. I, I, I'm not going to say I took it for granted, but now in my 50s, whew, I couldn't imagine. Do you enjoy watching today's NBA? Like, you watched the All-Star game yesterday. Like, like Michael Malone, the Nuggets coach, mm-hmm. said it was the worst game he's ever seen. Jalen Brown said it's not real basketball. Right. Like, 
Do you enjoy that type of all-star game, or what do you think when you watch today's game? I think the all-star game should end at the slam dunk and the skill. Like, the playing a game, it's, it's, not, it's no longer the same either, right? Because the guys can pick. So it's not like really, you know, East versus West is no... Um, back in the day, you know, you had, this was about money, right? Guys got an all-star game, they got a, they got a bonus. They got a bonus from their sneakers. They got a bonus from the NBA. They got a bonus in their contract. You know, it was a bunch of things kicked in, you know. It was, but now, you know, guys are making $20 million who, you know, if I was, if I was an NBA player right now, that trip would have been to, uh, to Jamaica or the Bahamas. Thursday night, I would have been gone. And I would have been back Monday. I would have <laughs> taken that time to relax, get some sun. But... He's got, the game is not supposed to be. This, it was funny watching Jason Tatum go back and forth against his teammate. You know, they play, like he said, like they play one-on-one. And you watch it because no one wants to get hurt in an all-star game. Right. Yeah. So they're not doing anything. Even, even watching, um, <laughs> watching guys go to the basket. No one's reaching. No one's going up trying to block any shots. Nope. If he's going to the basket, let him go. And I, and I think – it's smart to tell them that because these guys are all Fortune 500 companies. But to get a guy to get 55, man, how many minutes did he play? 35. Yeah, that's amazing. 10 to 18 from three. As my cousin would say, Kobe was really proud of his prodigy. Mm-hmm. The kid definitely is definitely a great player. Sally, I understand that, and I get it. It's an exhibition, and I'm fine with it. Like I want to see an exhibition. If I want to see a real game, I'll watch a real game. That being said, I still don't know if I'm gonna let a cat get fifty on. <laughs> just at some well, point, you gotta be like, "Yo, hold up a second. It was like NASCAR. It was his teammate, so you know, he was just letting him do whatever he wanted to do and and go to that point. <laughs> um, but I, I'm telling you, I, I was I thought about it. I watched. It used to be, you know, you throw the Shaq was the last of them because Shaq was going against somebody, and you would want to see what was going to happen. You want to see Shaq tear the rim down. And every right, everyone now wants to see how far away from the basket you can shoot it. Yeah, that's what it comes I mean, out. Dame Willard literally pulled up from half court yesterday. Yeah, behind he, half court, and like, he made it. It was like yeah. Lamelo in high school, and he knew he was going to make it. It wasn't. There wasn't. Yeah. There wasn't a shot like I hope it goes in. He shot it like a regular jump shot. Confident. Yeah, Dame time. Big fan of Dame time. Uh, okay, in the second hour, who? Oh, we got uh, Bomani Jones. Bomani Jones. I cannot wait. See, he had to go to HBO because I know the things he was saying. You guys got to watch his show. He can say whatever he wants. <laughs> oh, I've been and watching. It, it, he says it all. He gets it out, boy. And, I, you know, I always thought when I do a show, you know, I, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Like, mm-hmm. I want to laugh. That's what I loved about the Best Damn Sports Show. Shout out to my crew at Best Damn Sports Show back in the day. We used, to, we, used to make, we used to laugh. We used to make fun of things. Guys have no personalities, but, you know, we made, we made fun of things. We made jokes about everybody. Herm Edwards hated us. Hated us. <laughs> well, I love Herm. He hated Herm could be mean all day, but couldn't say the word damn. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. We, uh, I thought we were going to take a break at 15. Yeah, we're let's take a break right now. We're going to take a break right here. John Sally sitting in for Rich Eisen. We'll be back in a sec. 
Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome back. John Sally sitting in for Rich. Uh, so, I guess that was funny. If you guys ever, Tracy is not even making jokes. He's just telling his life stories. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, Rich Eisen Show Radio Network is um, is furnished by Granger. So, supplies, solutions for Every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. That's a great read. Anyway, John Sally, I'm sitting in for my man Rich Eisen right now. And this is, uh, I was thinking about it as we went off. And I started thinking, when I watch the NBA, because you asked me that, and now I listen to the commentary after or in between. The game is so different, it's hard to talk about it. And the reason I say that is because analytics have taken over, right? They, um, as many shots to the rim as possible. Um, it makes the game easier for everybody because it got to a point where you had to be big. You had to, uh, the, you throw it to the guard, the guard throws it to the big guy, the big guy makes a move. It was this big, you know, these big lumber of redwoods banging in each other, arguing, that kind of stuff. Uh, to now... If you can shoot the ball, which makes it easier for everybody, you don't have to be tall anymore. You don't have, you can be quick. Just like a, I was thinking about that. When you think about a wide receiver, you think tall and lanky. Now you can be literally 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, and you're a great, great receiver. I, w- I was going to call um, uh, my friend uh, Julian Edelman. You know Mike, my cousin Mike is over there, so I always refer to him. He was on one of the greatest teams in football history called the uh, Patriots. Uh, I have to say that because he's a Jet fan but the Patriots my boy Edelman was on the Patriots and was a beast I love that I love seeing the smaller guy do his thing as well but yeah when you asked me that earlier I don't know watching it now I had to bring up my man in Philly because I think he's unbelievable I watched Joker man I don't know what I would do against Joker it was like playing against the Bonos Sabata, uh, Sabonis. 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 Oh, my God. He was the hottest person in the world to play against. 
He was, and I got him when he was seventy. I was about to say you got him <laughs> at the at the tail end. You didn't yeah, get that young seventy, bonus. and I was th- and I was thirty six, and I was thinking, oh my god, I got to play the rest of this game. Shaq, get off the bench, please. But it, just watching these guys now, and as big men, they're shooting threes. Coaches aren't saying anything because you got to take the shot. Um, I don't I don't know what, what what I would do, and if I don't know how I would comment, I would be more like Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith just sits there. And, Let's Jack and those guys go back at each other. So I would wonder what I would talk about and how. And I don't like, like I said, I don't like talking garbage against people because to get into any professional sport, you can play. When I hear guys going, oh, that guy sucks. If you're in the NBA or you're in the NFL or you're in the NBL, you do not suck. You, you literally, you can get a guy, it seems not to be putting forth or getting it as he may have in college. But then you have to start checking out his personal life because it's usually a personal situation. But to get into the NBA, mm-mm. Oh, you got to be watch able to play. If, Next time you go to a game, just watch warm-ups. Yeah. Nobody misses. No. Like, no. Watch a guy who you think is like the worst player on the team. Mm-hmm. They don't miss in warm-ups. No. And it's not um, – let me just say this. There's no, no more garbage time. And I wasn't going to get into it. There's no more garbage time. And the reason there's no more garbage time is I heard, I'm just saying what I heard. I heard the NBA gets a billion dollars from Vegas now that they're allowed to gamble on basketball. So a billion dollars from Vegas goes to the NBA. Did you know that? Yeah. Can you elaborate? They get 1% of what they, or something like that, they get a percentage from Vegas. Oh, into I, see. The NBA. I see. So they cut a deal. So every wager in Vegas on the NBA, the league gets a percentage back. Right. So I was thinking, we all like watching games. We And people ask me why I want to go to like a football game. It's because I can't see the reruns. I want to see the reruns, the camera angles. We got like 37 cameras on a game. Right. And it gets to a point where the referees have to check if the call was right. So I think it's getting to this situation where everything is digital. So I just saw on uh, the NBA's Instagram, TikTok, um, when they put Ahmad Rashad into an uh, avatar and then put him in a game, he dunked <laughs> in the whole thing. I think the world is, everything is digital and everything is moving toward it. So the game itself has suffered, I would think. The, the, everybody does the same exact plays too. If you realize all the plays are pick and roll at the top and somebody shoots a three. Right. Um, I just think that is what's happening. I think, and then when I'm watching, because I had to go see some high school games, man, these high school games are amazing to see kids this great at 15, 16, 17. You know, it, it kind of makes you wonder why would they even think about going to college? It, it's, you give more chances of you being hurt or getting yeah. hurt by going to college than going into the NBA. And it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing to watch. It's a only reason because it's not what I'm used to seeing. I'm used to the fundamentals, the technique. Now if you got to put the ball up as much as possible. Is it better? I think it's more entertaining. The fact, what was the score of the game yesterday? It was 190,000 to, uh, I think it was 1,000 to 900 or something. Was, I think 182 to like 170. Something yeah, like, yeah. I, think, I think it's entertainment. I think it's more entertaining. Um, it's 184 to 175. I think it's more entertaining 
when you're seeing this many points and this many things, anything can happen and, you know, you can be down 15 and with five minutes all of a sudden you're, da- you're down five. It's, I think it's more entertaining. I think the NBA is making a bigger push around the world. It's almost equal to uh, football, soccer. Yeah. Yeah. That's who we're really chasing. We're chasing soccer. The, the, the um, what was it called? Uh, the, the soccer. Uh, the World Cup. Cup. The World Cup. Yeah. The World Cup had everybody. Had everybody tuning in, whether mm-hmm. you understood it or not. It was, it's it was an great. international yeah, it was game. Fun. Yeah, it's what the NBA wants. NBA wants an international game. We brought the international players. We did it a different way. I think, I think it's going to survive, and it's going to be only those two sports. I do. I do. Unless there's a new sport, like breakdancing. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> At the Olympics. At the Olympics, that's they have coming, break right? Dancing. Yeah, that's coming. Yes, Sally. You know what I mean. I know. If I don't do it, don't do it. Make it, <laughs> shake your dreads like you from Oakland. Uh, <laughs> break dancing. Seriously, it's going to get to. What about the new sport, paddleball? What's it? Is it pickleball? Pickleball. Pickleball. People love that. I know. <laughs> you know, they were talking about getting a team and all that, and I said, "Oh man, this look like something to play." Have you tried it? Uh, no. Brockman won't. He's kind of opposed to it. But the fact is, like, pickleball is becoming a thing, man. It's By a young hard thing old. to play, bro. I'm you telling can't you. say the over 50 crowd How is anymore. It's hard when there's two people and the court is the size of this table. That's what makes it so hard. So if you had room to spread out or whatever, but it's not. It's like playing squash. Squash is so hard. When you watch it, you're like, man, this is a hard sport. This pickleball, people hitting something at you. You know, I had a joke for that, but I let it go. But I, <laughs> when you got these and any, all the different ages too, the women are destroying guys is none of that sexist thing of guys on this side. There's some of them, but you, you got mixed and the women are better than the guys. I, I'm telling you, the world's changing. It's, Especially it's for people over 70. And if you fall, you break your hip. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, but you can't keep using that over 70, over 50 argument. Like I know people like, Late twenties, early twenties, thirties. Yeah, that's because they're not athletic. But <laughs> no, no, no. These, these are ex like ex athletes who yeah. are, who are playing these. I know I'm some ex football players who are like in the pickleball. Well, here's the thing: is like I, I've I'm on this hill, so I have to just keep defending. You don't though. Much like Rich with the Raiders, you don't have to stay on the hill, bro. You yeah. can you can come off. Die the hill. on that sword. Don't <laughs> you, listen. To you him. don't have to. Man. Die on that sword. All right, I got I got I got some things I wanted I wanted because I you know. TV is on, and we thought about it, and I stayed up all night um, wondering what I was going to talk about. And then, um, as I said, my cousin Mike Odom was with me, who is a big sports fan, huge sports fan. He knows really nothing, but he's a sports (laughs) fan. And he's he's a crazy sports fan, and he's a Jets sports fan. Yeah, he is. And I said we were going to hold this. So the Jets have a choice. Well, might have a chance of getting Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr. Yep. Mm -hmm. Derek Carr, for those who don't know, was relieved of his abilities um, with the Raiders. I think, you know, they made a choice and they make bad choices. They, they, they do things they don't. And this is I want people. They don't really care about the athlete. Right. They don't. But so this is one way of proving it. And he being a Jets fan obviously doesn't like winning. But he <laughs> being a Jet fan. uh thinks that they should get Derek Carr instead of Aaron Rodgers. And he says because he believes Derek Carr is a better teammate than Aaron Rodgers. 
Now, let's go over this. Um, yes, having chemistry, having a great teammate, but having a great, which he's considered to be the best quarterback, even better than Tom Brady, come to your team, only raises the level of play that your team is going to be at. It's going to raise the level to have Aaron Rodgers there because you can't slack. You have to play up to your potential when you're playing with Aaron Rodgers because he, you can tell, even on a bad day, he has a good day. His bad days he makes up for it, which I don't see a lot of. I think that attitude. I think Aaron Rodgers going to New York as, man, how many things can he have? Granger, he can have Roku, he can have Tesla, all kind of things come in. Like getting a check from them is not going to be a thing from the team is not going to be important. But, man, having him there is going to change the mentality of the New York Jets. I agree with – I actually think you're both right in a weird way. Like, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, great talent, one of the best people to play quarterback, not necessarily the greatest winner. You know, he's only been to one Super Bowl and he won. That was like 10 years ago. But you get (laughs) you get him – and you have a short window with him because of his age. So if you can, like, I think Stephen A. said this morning, if you can get Aaron to commit to your team for two, three years, I think the Jets, how they're currently constructed with all these great young players on their rookie deals, they could make, make some noise. But Derek Carr is probably a better teammate. Does that make sense? No. I, I, as I said to my cousin Mike, no. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me explain to y'all. Just because you're great doesn't make you a great teammate i asked you who your who your best teammates were and they weren't the they wasn't kobe Shaq, or michael jordan no well say you have to understand why those guys are in a cage those guys you know isaiah couldn't go to some of the clubs i wanted him to go to (laughs) you know i I took isaiah to one club in atlanta and you guys figure it out has great hot wings and (laughs) and, uh we follow them on twitter And, the kitchen, uh, the kitchen. And he, the, the whole time we were pulling up, he was thinking, well, you know, I said, oh, you're going to love this. You can come in and go out, you know, check it out. And when he gets in, I don't think Isaiah went past the lady taking the money. And halfway he was like, Sal, you can't bring me into a place like that. So I, I, I you know, this is more for me. But I, <laughs> I, I when I bought him in there, it was amazing. He was like, dog, I can't, I can't be in here. And I realized, you know, Certain guys can't live their lives. They can't. Like, Shaquille couldn't go. Kobe wouldn't go. Um, you know, you have to have great teammates. Like, you know, that would go out. And so I can go <laughs> out with B. Shaw. I can hang out with my boy Ralph Lewis. Uh, Glenn Rice and I used to go see movies, you know, and go to Dave and & Buster's and stuff like that. You know, that's, that's why I picked them. But, if, but would I not want Michael Jordan, Kobe, Shaquille, Isaiah Thomas on my squad. Oh, most definitely. I don't. I don't want them to be. I don't worry about them being good teammates. I want them to be their greatest, and I fit in where I get in, like like I did. So I think I think that's more important. And I think it's more important to win now and to get greatness now, because having Aaron Rodgers is going to make your players play different. Point. The great Tom Brady went down to Tampa and made everybody better and they won a championship. 
that one and it only he only needed to win that one year and he did and he made everybody better yeah he had Gronk and he had you know he had some help but he went down there and the yelling and the pointing and the demanding and and keeping those guys focused throughout the entire game shows and winning the championship and that's the most important thing in professional sports if you think it's just having a good teammate and put on a good show that's not then they wouldn't they wouldn't count the points it'd be a broadway show you know who cares who wins it would be no points but when it comes to points you want to have a team to win the championship and i think right now if aaron Rodgers were to commit for one year it and and play and ball out the jets are going to be in the conversation yeah, you know, Rich, you know, is a huge Jets fan as well. And Chris and I were kind of egging him on to Rodgers, but he does not want Aaron Rodgers as the Jets quarterback. And his thing is, he looks at this as a as a bad thing, but personally, I look at this as a good thing. He goes, what happens with Aaron Rodgers has to take on that New York media? Because he's kind of protected and, you know, with the Green Bay media, they're not going to come at him the way New York media will. And he thought that was a bad thing. Me personally, I would look forward to that back and forth every day. Cause you're going to, you know, hear some stuff you never thought you'd live to hear. So I think that would be highly entertaining. I don't know how it would work out on the field, but you know, there'd be some entertainment value. I don't, I don't, I don't think the media would treat Aaron Rodgers poorly in New York. It'd be very welcoming. You think? I think so. You've been to New York, right? Yeah, I'm from New York. Yeah, I know. I'm and I, I never really wanted to play in New York, but I think I really do feel that that they would treat him really well. Until he comes out with, I don't know, some of the things that people take offense to, you know, some of the things he says. So, I don't know, Chris, I think you're in agreement. <laughs> like, that well, would what he, strike a chord there, right? He doesn't have to worry about the non-vaxxers anymore. He doesn't have to worry about the well, fact that he does ayahuasca. And, you know, he, he doesn't have to worry about all of that stuff because what Chuck Daly used to say, winning covers a multitude of sins. So if you win, people let things go. They, they, they won't pay that much attention to it. As long as you win for us, that's the important thing. I, I used to think this why baseball didn't were upset with guys when they did steroids. I, I, I don't care if I get in trouble for saying this, but you guys don't care what they do to their bodies as long as they can perform, right? So if you were on Broadway, like I said, and you were doing cocaine, but you were a great actor, no one cared. <laughs> <laughs> Steroid or era save baseball. You know? I think so too. I think, but and they, they want to look at it crazy. I think it's important to put on a good show. The good show the winning show in sports is the most important show. When you win, that's all people want to hear. And yeah, they, I think Rich's point about Rodgers, too, is that he, what, what he's saying right now and what he's said the last couple of years has gone unchecked. No one in the Green Bay media has really challenged him. Pat McAfee certainly doesn't challenge him when he goes on his show every Tuesday. Uh, but the New York media will challenge Aaron. And then what comes after that, nobody really knows. I and, think Pat and if challenged. he does have a bad game or two or three in a row, suddenly now the microscope and what he says is going to get even more dissected, and it's going to be the whole hour on first take uh, yeah. every morning and all and WFAN and all the other shows in that market. So I think that's Rich's point, is that Aaron doesn't really want that. Yeah. And so he's more comfortable if he just stays in Green Bay where he can kind of say and do whatever he wants or he can go to you know Las Vegas. No one's going to really challenge him in the Las Vegas media as well. So... Staying in those two comfortable 
situations is a lot different than going to New York where mm. everything you say is scrutinized and you'll be on every news, you know, newspapers matter in those, in that city. So you'll be on the back pages every single day. I think he's going to win. And I'm going to say it right here on the great Rich Eisen show. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, Jets to the Super Bowl. All right, we'll be right back with more. We're going to take a break right quick. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed mother's day is around the corner Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. This is John Sally filling in for my man. He happened to be, I think he took a flight to Mars, right? I think so. The kind yeah. of money they got right there. <laughs> he just went up, went around, the whole road. Uh, so I'm sitting up here and I'm thinking, I was just watching, everyone else is watching and hearing, Tua, right, down in Miami, said he was cleared to play, but you feel if he gets another concussion, be like Troy. I, I just think it's one of those things where we saw him on the biggest, you know, Thursday night football. Right. We, we saw the hits that he took and pretty scary situation, you know, and you have to, you know, really think about your health and your future and what type of quality of life you want to have, <clears throat> you know, years and years down the road. I mean, another one really bad like that, and that might be it. And then suddenly Miami's calling Tom Brady to try to talk him out of retirement. And I would I would put on a, I would put on a Miami jersey finally. I'd love Tom Brady. I do, I do that mainly cuz it really POs my cousin, but I really <laughs> really love the great. I love the goat. I love the mentality. Like I, and I've been thinking about that too. I like those guys like Michael Jordan and Kobe and Isaiah and Tom Brady who think about nothing but the game. That makes it so much easier for the guys that are helping them out. And I realized that when I used to say to Chuck Daly, hey, man, you know, can I get a couple of plays or something? <laughs> you know, once or twice? And he was like, no, no. <laughs> like, looked at me like, how dare you even talk to me? Where's my security guard? And I used to, I used to say, you know, I could, I could do a couple of things. He goes, yeah, in college, I need you to block shots, grab rebounds, and, and play defense. This this. Stay a good guy. Trust me, it's going to get you a whole lot farther, further, see, a whole lot further if you do it this way. And he was 100% right. 
Because I, I, I thought about when I was watching the All-Star game, we were talking. My favorite All-Star game was 1989. Yeah, in the late 1900s, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, in Houston. And I'm, I'm 24 years old. That was the time, man, watching it. And NBA Entertainment gave me a microphone. Shout out to my man, Don Sperling. Gave me a... Um, Gave me a microphone, say, and a, and a cameraman, and that was it. It was, it was, it was like giving me, uh, <clears throat> it was, it was, it was the best thing that could happen to me because when I got that microphone in my hand like this, and I kept thinking, yeah, I think I can do this, you know. Just thinking about like what you said, your quality of life. Like I can still walk. Only thing that ever happened, I had stress fractures in my ankle. Uh, because I just got a new contract and carrying all that money was, was <laughs> bad on my ankles. Uh, all that money is no money now. And I dislocated my finger when I was a Laker playing before the game with Travis Knight. Because we would like play one-on-one. Because the only play we was going to get. <laughs> and it was funny because Phil would say, I'm going to play you. And i go, every five games. I was so cocky. Like, <laughs> you're going to need me. Every five games, I would give Shaq five minutes. Five-minute rest eight minute rest when it was like 11 minutes I'm like what are you doing <laughs> I'm not getting paid enough for this <laughs> so uh, the quality of life you're so right when when you run into that and you think about playing this sport getting all the way to the pros and getting hit in the head so hard that you might not be able to play again it's something you shouldn't think about but you have to think about Troy Aikman is, you know, he got hit a lot in the head. His Steve Young, those guys retired early because of that. Like Troy Aikman, TJ is one of your favorite players. He retired yeah. at 34. Tom Brady played 11 more years after that. When you think about it. And, and if his wife was supportive, he would have played another, he play another level. <laughs> I told you one of these jokes is going to get in. I don't even think it was his wife. I don't even think his wife was like, yo, if you play, I think she enjoyed it. She loved it. The fact that he was playing it. I, I, don't, mean, I don't think so. I don't know. It no. feels like she was over it years ago. Why? What, what, it's like him telling her not to model. Like, even yeah, though, it, it, Well, it, he kind of did do that. He did tell her not to model in a, really? weird, in a weird way. Yeah, well, they have kids. Well, it wasn't like she was a porn actress. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> and also, she was still doing gigs. She was still making more than him for a, a period of time. Like, they yeah. weren't just paying her for nothing. She was working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. I, I, if I could play, and I'm being so honest, I retired at 36 years old because Phil Jackson made me retire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was in my best shape, too. By the end of the season, I was ready to go. <laughs> well, that's- I was ready to go, boy. I had my legs back. And let me tell you, when Phil told me I have no real estate for you, I, I was literally talking to the the one of the great teams in Seattle called the Sonics. Oh. And Patrick Ewan was like, hey, we can go together. You play a game, I play a game. I knew that trick because I know Patrick. He wasn't going to play. He was going to he was gonna Anthony Davis me to death, and I was going to have to play <laughs> 40 minutes a game, and my body was like, no. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm, only, I'm only joking, AD. But it's – the mentality that Tom can get out there, whether he's running fast or not, and perform against these young, fast linemen and, and linebackers and get it done, I, if you can do it as long as you can do it until they snatch the jersey off you as, as long as you should play, I really feel. You played with three of the greatest players in NBA history. Four. Yeah. 
Sure. Four. Wait, oh, four. We're checking there. Obviously, Shaq, Kobe, Mike, and, and Isaiah Thomas. Can you just maybe compare that? Like, what, what was the one trait they had in common? How are they different? Like, kind of take us inside. They didn't go out. Like, Michael and Scotty and Harper and Jack Haley, God rest his soul, would play cards all the time, have food brought in. Kobe would watch video. We, he had a VCR tape. We would watch old tape. And we'd go down to TGI Fridays if we can because we knew what we were going to order. Shaquille had Jerome, and, you know, he couldn't go anywhere. He's big. You know, big is big. And Isaiah just didn't. Isaiah would tell you he needs 11 hours of sleep. You know, he would, he would say that. So those guys took all of the, all of the brunt of, of carrying us. They did. They, they had to carry it on their back, and they had to perform at this high, high level all the time. It could never be at 98. They had to be at 99.9. So, you know, then you would get into it, and I would, I would sit back, and I would say this all the time. I could laugh, joke, and giggle and all that, but you can ask my teammates, and when it was the day of or getting on the bus or, and all that, that didn't happen. If you saw me smiling, it was because I wanted to show you my teeth like I was a, a shock. It wasn't because <laughs> I was happy to see you. Or if I knew, you know, I would say it all the time. Hey, I'm going to play against Michael Thompson. I'm going to get 50 tonight. You know, those kind of things I would smile about. Um, but just, it's easier. And that's why I said, I know if Aaron Rodgers goes to a team, you get a great player like that, you play better. You always play better. You play better because your best is never going to equal their best, but it's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help their best. And I'm telling you, you just have to get it going. All right, so... I'm going to tell you guys, we're going to break from radio, um, and we're going to continue going on Roku. That's kind of what I, I always thought it was a little bit more impressive what Tom Brady was able to do offensively than what Peyton Manning. Like Peyton Manning played with Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne, like two Hall of Famers. Like Brady yeah. was playing again with us, yeah. essentially, at wide receiver. And then the one year he gets Randy Moss, <sighs> he has 50 touchdowns. Oh my God! I'm so I was so sad at that. I wanted Randy to get a ring and put it on his middle finger to show everybody. <laughs> I so I love Randy, man. Randy Moss is my guy. I, I and it's so funny. I I stopped watching football at one time and then I started watching again. And every NBA player could tell you this, especially LeBron. We watch more football and we'll talk more football than basketball anytime. Really? Oh my God! You go and next time you get an NBA. Guy on here, talk football and watch him go in like he's supposed to be uh, working for NFL TV. I'm telling you, we will pay more attention because we can we can be critical, right? When you watch an NBA, I, I really can't be that critical, and you shouldn't be. I don't I don't like players that are when they're playing. Okay, only player I don't mind that is Draymond Green, and I love everything about Draymond, and that's because I love people that go against the grain and and get things done. And what is he? He averaged less than I did, but he gets way more time. That's same, a crazy. Same number of rings, right? Shut up! Why you had to mention that? Why <laughs> I'm, you just, to mention I'm that? just saying. I'm just saying. Yes, and and way more money than that point. <laughs> All right, take a break right here from Rockford. <laughs> 